Today is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, Kentucky election security discussed. West Latonia citizens concerned over recent shootings. Taylor Mill approves a school resource officer contract and Dayton to consider use of golf carts on some city streets. Kentucky election security discussed at legislative committee reported on by Mark Payne. The Kentucky Secretary of State's office and officials from voting system companies Election Systems and Software ESNS, Harp Enterprises Inc., and Harp InterCivic Inc. on Tuesday testified to the General Assembly's Interim Committee on Government about the security of elections in Kentucky. As you are well aware, we have myths and conspiracies that continue to abound about elections, and these are being promulgated by people that really should know better, said Assistant Secretary of State Jenny Scutchfield to the committee before talking about how the Secretary of State's office is working to clean up the state's voter rolls with more than 110,000 dead people being removed. Elections in Kentucky are managed by the Secretary of State's office. Scutchfield cited what she sees as steps that the office has taken, such as absentee ballot tracking, enhanced signature verification, video surveillance on voting machines, and expanded audit process. I think it is very important to state over and over again that the voting machines are not connected to the internet, Scutchfield said regarding a common point of contention amongst those who say there are issues with election integrity in Kentucky. They do not have modems within them. The internet has nothing to do with voting and Kentucky totals. One of those involved with the spreading of misinformation across the state about election integrity is Senator Adrian Southworth, a Republican from Lawrenceburg, who has traveled Kentucky as part of the Restore Election Integrity Tour, along with Stephen Nipper, the former chief of staff for former Lieutenant Governor Janine Hampton and current incumbent Erlanger City Councilman. Southworth also sits on the legislative committee that met Tuesday, and she asked about how the poll books, which are used to check in voters, integrate with the voting machines. She also said that she had a constituent tell her they should return to paper ballots, which is something that Southworth supports. I would say the best friend of a fraudster is hand-counting ballots, said Representative Jason Nemus, a Republican from Louisville. That would be the worst thing we could possibly do. Scutchfield agreed with Nemes and said that hand-counting ballots increases the risk of fraud and causes significant delays in election results. The Kentucky Constitution changed in the 1940s to allow ballots to be counted by machine. Senate floor leader Damon Thayer, a Republican from Georgetown, often speaks out against Southworth's motions or her comments that election fraud is prevalent in Kentucky. Spreading disinformation about the electoral process is not good for our republic, Thayer said. It suppresses voter turnout. Thayer then brought forward representatives from the voting machine companies. I'm going to ask both of you, is there any evidence that any of our machines have been tampered with by an outside entity looking to change the results of Kentucky elections? No, sir, they answered. West Latonia citizens concerned over recent shootings in neighborhood, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. Multiple shootings have occurred in West Latonia within the past month, leaving residents of the Covington neighborhood taking their concerns to social media and the police. Discussions around the shootings have taken place on the West Latonia neighbor's Facebook page. Public comments under the posts have ranged from critical to proactive, with some urging a strong community response. 
The sad part is most of us love our neighborhood. We just do not love what is going on, and we are here to try to make a change as a united front. Unfortunately, bad things happen everywhere, said the author of the West Latonia Neighbors Facebook page. The first shooting highlighted by the page occurred on June 18th in the vicinity of the Latonia Terrace apartment complex. Covington police responded at 9.33 p.m. after several reports of shots fired. Responding officers found a crashed SUV on Latonia Avenue with a shooting victim inside. The victim was transported to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center to treat a gunshot wound to their leg. Officer Rachel White, the Covington police liaison to Latonia, said in a West Latonia neighborhood safety meeting on July 5th that the shooting was drug-related. White told residents to remain vigilant in contacting police. On July 15th, around 9 p.m., shots were reported and confirmed in the area around Mabel Avenue in response. The West Latonia Neighbors Group announced it was in the process of planning another neighborhood safety meeting. According to the Covington Police, the investigation into the most recent shooting is still ongoing. The West Latonia Neighbors have organized another safety meeting for August 4th at 5.30 p.m. at Barb Cook Park. Officer White and Covington Police Chief Rob Nader have been extended invitations, said the author of the West Latonia Neighbors Facebook page. Taylor Mill approves a school resource officer contract before August 1st deadline, reported on by Patricia A. Shire. Taylor Mill commissioners voted last week to accept the contract negotiated with the Kenton County School Board for the 2022-2023 school year to keep the two Taylor Mill school resource officers in Scott High School and Woodland Middle School. The vote came just weeks before a state-imposed deadline to have officers in schools by August 1st. But the decision was not without contention. The safety of these children and the staff is very important to all of us, said Commissioner Rose Merritt. So it has been mandated by the House bill that these school districts are now responsible for these SROs. It also says that nothing in the bill should be interpreted or construed to require local governments to fund the SRO positions. That is what has changed this year. City Administrator Brian Haney said he has been trying to negotiate a contract with the school district for this first year after the new ruling, knowing that the commissioners wanted to have the school district increase its portion of the total $119,000 cost of the SRO officers to 75% or $89,000. When he brought the contract to commissioners, he had negotiated that the school district would pay $67,000. They had been sharing the cost 50-50, which meant each party was paying close to $60,000. He also said they have to negotiate the next year's contract in January, and other cities would be invited to join them. For more on this story, visit linknky.com. Dayton to consider use of golf carts on some city streets, reported on by Haley Parnell. Dayton is looking to follow other northern Kentucky cities like Fort Thomas, Ludlow, and Bellevue in authorizing the use of golf carts on city streets. The city held the first reading at Tuesday's city council meeting to consider allowing golf carts on streets with a speed limit of 25 miles per hour or less. The city of Fort Thomas last year passed the ordinance and allowed it, and Bellevue just finished doing the same thing, Dayton City Administrator Jay Fawcett said. This ordinance is similar to those ordinances and has a number of requirements you have to have. Those requirements include headlights, taillights, blinkers, horns, and seatbelts. The carts must be inspected by the sheriff's office and have a city permit sticker, which costs $25. The city will outline speed limits, age requirements, and hours of operation in the ordinance. 
operator's licenses, which are separate from a driver's license, will also be required. This decision follows Bellevue's ordinance from last month to allow the use of golf carts on city streets. At the Bellevue City Council meeting on July 13th, Bellevue City Administrator Frank Warnock said he is working on an interlocal agreement allowing golf cart transportation between the cities. We're all trying to get together on the rules, and I also called Newport and talked to city manager Tom Frome, and he's interested in trying to do it too, Bellevue Mayor Charlie Cleves said. Cleves also said Silver Grove and Covington were interested in implementing a golf cart ordinance. Since this was the first reading, no vote was taken. Voting takes place at the second reading of an ordinance, which should be at the next Dayton City Council meeting on August 2nd. And those are the headlines we are following for July 22nd, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Please subscribe and tell someone you know. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit LinkNKY.com. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>